0: Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE Curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. We've discussed both clinical trials and real-world data around more durable treatment modalities, so let's take a look at some actual patients. This is CME on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Dang.
1: I'm Dr. Jay Shreder, Sabin, great to join you. I've got a patient case for you. So I have a 72-year-old gentleman who has gotten multiple anti-VEGF injections monthly for wet macular degeneration is left dying. When I say monthly and I say multiple, I mean, this is multiple. This has been going on for years. And despite monthly injections, most recently with six of Flibercept injections, he still has persistent subretinal fluid and pigment epithelial detachment every visit. He's frustrated by the lack of improvement in his visual acuity but what he's most frustrated about is the need to keep coming back to see me and getting treatment. He travels frequently for work and for pleasure. And so he was really pushing me for options. So we had a newer option on the market with farisimab. I was really excited to offer it to him. And so this shows his trend. And so you can see from the initial OCT, he's had six of aflipercept injections monthly coming into this. And he still has a huge pocket of subretinal fluid of very Large Pigment epithelial Detachment. His vision is 2060. He's unhappy with seeing me again. And I say, OK, let's do farisimab. We did a forysmab injection. Four weeks later, the fluid is better. The pigment ethyl detachment is better. His visual acuity is already better. And so we did another monthly treatment. This is now the OCT after two treatments. The fluid is gone at this point. And he's really pushing. Me. He says, there's no fluid, doc. I want to extend out further. I'll usually do a two-week extension, be a little more cautious. But he really pushed me to do eight weeks. So we did a third injection with forysmab. Said, so come back in eight weeks. When he comes back in eight weeks now, he's eight weeks after his third map injection got no subretinal fluid a low lying pigment epithelial detachment he's 2025 vector and 2060 baseline and again he pushes me and he says i want to go out to 3 months and he's continued on this progress event it's changed his life and i'm curious have you seen cases
0: like this in your own practice i mean this is game changing right i mean this is a patient who i think you mentioned is traveling a lot for work how much more flexibility does your patient have with all this stuff so i think this is so exciting for us as retina specialists I personally have similar cases, Jay, and they describe this as finally feeling a sense of freedom, visiting their grandkids for extended periods of time for the first time, so I'm so glad we've got this stuff. I've got a case for you too, if you don't mind, I'd like to share. This is on a different long, higher durability treatment. This is a port delivery system. I'm just going to start with the OCT because that's how I live my life when I take care of patients. This is a patient who came in with neovascular AMD with 2040 vision. You can see she had the subretinal fluid underneath the retina. I gave her ranibizumab and I gave her ranibizumab monthly and I tried to extend her out as best as I could. But Jay, all I could do was get her to six weeks. Anytime I went beyond six weeks, unfortunately, this woman started reaccumulating her fluid and she was starting to notice the decrease in vision. My patient is a retired grandmother and I kind of alluded to travel as kind of a big thing. And she truly felt paralyzed. I'm in St. Louis. She hates the winters in St. Louis, but she felt like she was not able to go see her grandkids down south during those cold months because she always had to come back to me to get her treatments. So I talked to her about port delivery system as something that may be potentially able to give her some more flexibility in life. And let me show you this next OCTJ. And you're going to tell me this looks almost exactly identical. And the reality is it really is. She is now on Q24 week or every six month dosing with randomismab port delivery refills. Her vision has completely remained unchanged. She's still 2025 to this day. And now she's only needing treatment every six months. So when I say this is potentially life-changing, I mean I I'm not mincing words. She has says this has completely revolutionized her uh quality of life and it has gotten her life back. She doesn't feel that neovascular AMD is a burden anymore. Uh, She sees me more than twice a year just because we got to do our mid-interval check. So it's not like she's completely free and clear of all those office visits, but her burden of visits is substantially less. Have you had similar type of responses from your patients, Jay?
1: Yeah. I mean, this to me, this is the human side of everything we do. This is you change someone's life. life. And really the take-home, even though the PDS, like we've mentioned in previous episodes, currently on volunteer recall due to issues with the septum dislodgement, it just shows how we need to stay on the cutting edge continue to push the envelope in terms of these newer therapies, because it really allows our patients a greater
0: sense of freedom. I couldn't agree more. Unfortunately, Jay, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining me. Always great to talk to you. It's always a pleasure, Sivan. Thank you. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com prova. Thank you for listening.